Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What up? My name is Sean. And I'm Matt. I know you've heard the voice before. Yep, that's the guy that does the ads for us. The deep down, the deep voice, the Teddy Pendergrass. Just the deep brother, the deep <laughs> voice. He's that's... in the spotlight. He's hosting the show with me today. He's behind the scenes. He went from behind the scenes into prime time. That's right, Sean. I went from back in the shadows. Now I'm coming into the light. There's more than one black guy that makes this show. I'm a part of been a part of the team from day one. But but Sean, I, you got to tell me what's what's up with the ski mask you're wearing. You're gonna scare the people. It's a stick up, Matt. I'm robbing them for everything they got. That's right, Matt. As my biggie small from Brooklyn, where I represent. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Oh, okay, okay. F- fill us in. What, what? Wh- who are you robbing? What are you talking about? I, wh- what? What's the show all about today? Matt, you may not understand how deep I'm going with this, but I am robbing myself. What? Yes, it's time I step my savings game up and figure out some cool techniques and how to go even deeper with my savings. Wow, that's a little extreme, robbing yourself to save your money. Okay, I get it. This is going to be interesting. So everybody listen up. You better lock your doors, hide your valuables, tuck your chains. Today's show is about how to rob yourself. Let's see where this goes. It's two black guys with good credit. Let's go. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, everyone. Today's show, How to Rob Yourself. That's right. We're going to teach you how to save. It's kind of extreme, but it seems as if we're all having a hard time saving our money. So Sean's got the ski mask on, and we're going to discuss the best way to help save your money. So Sean, talk about this. What's the challenge? The challenge is within yourself, being creative, challenging yourself to figure out how can I go deeper with this? You know, I'm reading a good book about just going deeper with yourself, with your mind and, and understanding that, hey, you can go to levels that you didn't even think is possible. And that inspired me. That book inspired me to say, hey, I can go to levels. I can go to levels that I didn't even think was possible with my savings. So I'm like, yo, let's get it and pop in. Let's talk about it. 
what do you just real quick though? What do you think? Of, is it is it just people living beyond their means? Is it, is it a lack of discipline, a combo? What do you think is what's the biggest issue? Distractions, just like the book I'm reading, "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. It's distractions. Okay. I think if we focus in and we say we're going to set these goals and we understand what savings should be leading to, I think we can go deeper. And then us two black guys and then teaching them some techniques. Okay. Well, before we go too deep, let's bring in the wonderful. Lady with the facts. Oh, Lord. And give us a little history on savings. Oh, I love how you added the wonderful. Oh, my God. Max. Please, Matt. <laughs> well, guys, I think you're going to find this fascinating. At least I do, because I'm from that world of, the, of life coaching, what have you. Mm-hmm. Did you know that self-help goes all the way back to the 18th century? Did not know. In Europe? Wow. I know. That's why you got to keep me around. Um, there was a group called the Enlightened. And that was a time where they just felt that he needed to start teaching people how to start organizing their lives. And one of the initiatives that they focused on was savings. So they started going to the lower and middle class to teach them the virtue of thrift. And this is what around what year we're talking? Like I said, 18th century. Around the year you were born, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) That just blows my mind. So um, back then they started uh, joint saving schemes. Uh, That started out in Great Britain. Um, The very first established savings bank came out of Germany. Don't ask me to pronounce it. The (laughs) Erparagogloss. That's close. Close enough. Yeah. So that's how far back savings really goes. And you can see it. It actually comes back to, again, the relationship to money. Got you. Well, Sean, with this relationship to money, as Dion just outlined, one of our biggest challenges, I think, is people in general just don't think they have the resources. They don't have an extra dollar, an extra nickel. They just don't have the money, or at least they don't see the money there to save. But I I think we should give them maybe a, a different outlook or a different way of looking at their finances to give them a little, you know, help in how to view their their money. You know, your money is your money, as you say. But but let's let's talk about ways people can find money to save. Well, for the I'm going to start off with the young people like myself. And this is one thing that I didn't really pick up on until after I paid it off, unfortunately. But, you know, for all those graduating from college, about to graduate, start the workforce and your student loans are coming due. You know, this is a this is a, a debt that you can refinance just like anything else. You can see what current interest rates are charging you on your student loan. And you can look at competitors and see what other if you can get a better rate. So one of the things where you can, as a new person coming out into the job market, you can look at refinancing your student loans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to just throw out a great resource for you. It's actually called studentloanhero.com. So they, that's just what they do. So if you want to get your student loan down and get your superpowers up, Go to studentloanhero.com, um, and one of the tools that they give you, actually, is a, a, a refinance calculator. So you don't have to do it all on your own. Um, really easy. Check them out. So just for the slow section, we're saying if you refinance your student loan, you would then take the savings from that new refinanced rate and save that. Is that that's your point there, Sean? Yeah. If you, if, and even if you're already paying into your student loan, for example, if you're paying... $300 a month in your student loan. You're able to refinance where now you're paying $200 a month. That's a $100 opportunity you just got. Gotcha. And so to me, act like that. Act like you didn't refinance your student loan. Okay. Put $300, $200 towards your student loan. $100 go right, goes right into another account. But that's the key. <laughs> 
Act like you don't have the extra. Got no, it. we can't just glaze over that, right? Right, right. no, you're right. That's that's the kicker right there. And it's almost like and to your old heads, like, you know, Matt listening, Damn. for all those guys that, you know, <laughs> get getting a new job and you're getting more money, you've already been living with the current salary. So if you really want to save, act like you didn't get a raise. Take a deduction, take a higher, take a de- automatic deduction going into your savings account or whatever the case may be to save that incremental raise that you got with your new job okay you know act like you don't have a new job act like you have the new job but the same money but you know don't go to work pissed but just act like hey <laughs> <laughs> mad money don't make money just get <laughs> to, to, to that point there, there's another strategy for, for all you listeners out there looking for to find ways or tricks or, or, or ways to save a, extra money to then save that money is let's say you, you have a car note or, or a house note or you're about to pay off a bill and you've been paying $300 a month on your car note. Like that once you pay that car off, keep paying that $300 a month but pay it. instead of it going to Ford, put it into a savings account because you're already used to. Your lifestyle has absorbed that $300 a month. You got a rhythm. You're you're used to spending that money. So don't change it or don't think, "Oh, I got extra money to now spend." Like use that money or or keep paying yourself in a in a way that doesn't alter your whole lifestyle. You know, that's the issue. When I worked on Wall Street, one thing I was one thing that um, that the misconception is that people that have a lot of money are able to save a lot of money. And I worked in an environment where people were making two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, upwards in the millions, and they weren't. A lot of them were not big savers mm-hmm. because as they made more money, they just kept spending more money, right. kept spending, kept finding, kept finding needs. And I always say, America is the greatest country in the world at creating a need making you feel you need to have this, you need to have that. Right now, the need is I need to have a phone with three cameras on them. What the hell? <laughs> like, I, I thought one camera was good. Now I need three cameras, and if I don't have three cameras. Well, another tip for us to search for this money to save as we discuss ways to uh, rob ourselves to, to add more money to our savings, basically you can downsize your life. You can stop balling. If you're, if you're living you know, beyond your means, if you have, you know, you, you have some super expensive you know, rent that maybe is a little out of your means. You're, you're paying three thousand, four thousand, five million dollars, whatever you're paying in rent. You're paying fifteen hundred, and you want to pay twelve hundred. You pay whatever you're paying. If you maybe you move to another neighborhood, maybe you buy a, a, a less expensive car, maybe you carpool, maybe you brown bag it. But basically, the mentality has to shift in terms of how you're spending your money. You really have to be intentional about saving. Listen, I don't understand when people start paying rents that are close to mortgages. I, I don't get it. I think, you know, you got to find a way. If you want these things, there's creative ways and you can do it. You know, it's funny. I, I, I drive an electric car and I, and I met a, a Jewish brother sitting there. We're, 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 uh, is that like a Tesla? Don't worry about what it is, but I'm just telling you what it is. <laughs> and we were sitting there charging our cars together. And he had the same car as me. And he was like, you know, he owns this car with three of his friends. I was like, I can't knock it. And this is what's preaching the community. They have shifts. They know when, who gets the car at what day, the other one gets the car at the other time. And they work. And I said, how's that going? He goes, great. I work not, I, I need the car mostly at night. My partner needs it mostly during the day. The other guy uses it on the weekend. And it works. And I was like, wow, that's creative. They have the car they want and just they shift it out. Well, I will say this. Some of our listeners may not be on the level to have a, an electronic electronic car or a Tesla or some baller car but if if even for people who have less money or you're dealing with maybe a more meager uh salary there are, are smaller things you can do to kill you know to, to to add more savings you can kill the waste a lot of times we're spending money 
on memberships, on subscriptions, on things that we're not even using. And you can like, whether it's a physical magazine subscription or maybe an online service for something that you've gotten and you don't even realize that it's pulling $10 a month out of your account, like pay attention to some of these subscriptions. Um, Dion? Yeah, there's a stunning stat. Um, guess where we're wasting the most of our, most of our money? The where? number one place we are wasting our money. Where? Fees. 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 Okay. Across the board. Fee, fa, fo, thumb. Exactly. I got this annoying iTunes bill that comes out of my phone every month for $10. And, I, and I'm on it. I'm trying to figure out what it is. What am I getting? What is the value added? You know, I always say, you know, I write down my expenses every month. I've been doing it for since 2001. And, you know, I look at those expense lines as opportunities, opportunities in which I can find ways to save and still get the same, still get the same service that I'm, that I, that I want without, without sacrificing so much a big part of the service that I'm getting for the fee that I'm paying. And I do a big overhaul every January. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I force myself to find a minimum of at least $200 a month in savings and some kind of expenses. And you find them because what happens, like you may have signed up with a cable bill where they give you a promo for 12 months. You don't even realize that promo expired and you're paying more, but you can call them back and be like, Hey, I'm about to leave unless you give me back another promotion and they'll give it to you. And those are ways in which you can save money. Well, how about just in general, Sean, like just the, 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 kind of overarching thought about just better managing your monthly expenses. Do you have any thoughts on how that can impact the the amount of savings one can have? Well, like Dion was saying, you know, you got to know when your payments are due because a lot of it gets charged for fees. So I always make sure that I have highlighted when all my payments are due. Finance charges are a big thing too. I always try to pay in full every month. And if I can't pay in full, you know, the thing that I love, which is called a balance transfer, where you can put it on maybe a zero interest card if I know I can't make full payments to save on that finance fee. But I'm always looking, like I said, for competitors that are doing similar things for a service that I have that a competitor is doing the same thing and seeing if I can call them to get a better rate to bring me over to their business or my current per- provider can give me a better rate so I don't migrate to another company. So those are ways in which you can find, and I don't care what situation you're in, if you take through, go through your expenses like that, you will find ways in which to save. And guess what? Now there's an app for that. I'm not kidding. It's called True Bill. So if, you, if some people are relentless, like Sean, he loves the thrill of the negotiation. But if you can't be bothered, there's an app for that. Again, it's called True Bill. So they'll actually call on your behalf if there's unwanted subscriptions and or if you not necessarily want to cancel, but want to get you know your monthly bill reduced. There's someone there to actually take care of that for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Like what, TrueBill.com? Or- TrueBill.pro. Pro. My okay. apologies. There you go. TrueBill.pro. Check it out. Um, a couple other thoughts as we, before we really get into um, the next level of, of this savings conversation, just as we're looking for ways to to save, you can check out some of our old shows, Balling on a Budget. Um there was, I think that was blinging till you're broke. Oh, bling, blinging till you're broke. You're correct. That's why we kept them behind the scenes, people. Matt, you're a big time now. <laughs> That's why it's right. right, dog. Get it right. <laughs> you're right. My bad. Blinging till you're broke. Go back and check that. Check in the archives. That, that show gives a lot of tips. And, like, there's little things we can do. Like, you know, you can, instead of buying a bunch of stuff, start selling stuff. If it, Like, if you're really trying to, like, find an extra dollar, an extra $10. You can do a yard sale. You can put your stuff on eBay. You can Airbnb a a, a room in your home. There's ways you can rethink what you have 
to generate more income or generate more money that you can then put into your savings. Hey, ladies, if you if you did watch if you actually if you did listen to that show, we have 27 pairs of shoes and 15 of them we don't wear. Mm. So I'm just putting it out there. And there's so many vehicles now to help you resell brothers and make too. it really. Brothers too. Brothers That's got right. purses, shoes, they got it all. So, you hey, have, you have you're a right there up there with the ladies. Sean, you, are you saying you have a merch? <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just telling you. Chimed in real quick, didn't he? <laughs> wow, rolling around in that Tesla with your merch. I've had brothers call me and arguing their girlfriend wants to move in. <laughs> And they don't have they want they have to get rid of some of their shoes. They don't have the closet space to accommodate them. I'm like, I remember the days we just had three pairs of jeans and a pair of sneakers. So, hey, men are in that same boat, too. Brothers, you can sell some of your stuff online as well. Get rid of some of those old shoes and shoes. Exactly. All right, everybody. We're here learning how to rob ourselves. We're getting our savings on. So stay tuned. We have more after this break. Two black guys with good credit. How to rob yourself. 
$50 a week. Let me just do the math real quick. That's $2,600, Matt, that you're just saving without even earning a, a dime of interest by just, you know, one less Shake Shack a week, bro. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got jokes. Okay. That, that's true. And, and there's there's also side benefits to the one less Shake Shack a week. So I'm with you on that. So so we take an automatic uh, an automatic payment from our, our check into our savings. We start building that way so it's out of sight, out of mind. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's the epic robbing yourself. That's uh, robbing yourself. That is paying yourself first, robbing yourself. Give robbing load, yourself blind, right? Well, to that point, I got a tip for the listeners out there. If you've had a hard time saving, if the discipline of saving has, has escaped you, there's some little things you could do. Like you could you can open up a savings account at a bank that may be, you know, a small bank that's across town that's not really convenient, that may have hours that aren't, you know, instead of the, the, the bank that's on every corner with an ATM and great hours and open all the time, you know, maybe you put your account at a, at a branch that's far away that, you know, some banks even have a 48-hour window before you can you can make any withdrawals. So you can have, there's like a cooling off period, you know, train yourself to not even think about that account and not even use that account. That's a great idea. Absolutely. I didn't think about that. But yeah, you could. Like I got an account where you're right. It's a challenge to get to it. So I don't I, I, I leave it alone. How about uh, we can make savings, turn it into a game like there's lots of, like on like you can just Google a lot of this stuff. But there's there's money games you can play with yourself where it's oh, oh play with yourself. So, pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different show. Um, but you can, you know, put a dollar in your account every day or, or you can put a, an increment of money in your account and raise it, you know, whether it's a nickel and then in, increase it by a nickel every day. If you put five cents, then may, raise it to 10 cents the next day, 15 cents by the end of the year. This is why I call you old school. Who starts off at five cents? Dude? I'm just like, saying. For granny at home. I told my son, let's start off and save five cents. He'd look at me like I'm crazy. Can we up the ante a little bit? Oh, my okay, Lord. Everyone don't have a Tesla and, and <laughs> rocking a Merc. starts off at five cents? I was just <laughs> trying to give people a very easy number to wrap their brains around. You're right. We can start bigger. You're like, like, you oh, know, my Lord. Well, well, let me give you a better idea, man. Okay. Let me give you another idea. Let me Break add to that. You know, you can work amongst your friends. Yes, Matt, you're my friend. Dion, you're my friend. And mm -hmm. Arlington, you're my friend as well. And we can we can we can get at this saving thing together collectively as a unit. Meaning like what we have in the Caribbean, we call them susus, meaning that every week everybody we all contribute like to say a hundred dollars a week. And then depending on how many weeks we do this for, everybody would then get paid out at certain weeks. And it's a great way to save. The Asian community does it. I think the Jewish community does it. And the Caribbean community call it, does it, where you're, you're group savings together. And everybody gets a payout at different weeks staggered amongst the term of that, of that um, susu. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. What, this is called what again? We call it susu. I don't, I'm, the Asian community has a different name for it. But it's collective savings. Everybody puts in something every week. And then depending on – and your payouts are staggered amongst the term of this whole arrangement. So I put in $100, Dion puts in $100, Sean, you put in $100, we get Uncle Arlington to put in $100, and then then, how, then what happens? Yeah, he, and he may want to come short with 50 but we have to. He, everybody has to put in the same amount of money. But Cheap Arlington would have to put in the same amount of all of us, correct? But then what happens? So, so then, then you then... – So on week one, if it say it's five of us, it would be, it'd be a five-week five week term. So week one, I would get the $500. Then week two, Dion would get the $500. 
the week three, Arlington, week four, you and so forth. And then we just and then we start all over again. So at least it's forcing us to say we get a hand and that same money we get put it right in the savings account or whatever you choose to do with it. Aha, the susu. All right. I'm feeling that 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 could work. Sean, as you mentioned, susu, I was just um, I just attended a panel this week. And you happen to know this gentleman. And for those who listened to our episode 41, The Power of Financial Literacy, uh, the Brooklyn Borough president happened to mention that he bought his first brownstone in Brooklyn using his susu when he got his turn. You know, so it works. So so the soup soup. You, no, no, that's Susu. Susu. Oh, my, my bad. Okay, I thought it was Campbell's soup. Okay, so the Susu can lead to even buying a home. That's impressive. Um, th- there's another another idea I was thinking about, which is, you know, for the people who may have a job that might, um, afford, where you get a bonus, or or if you have a windfall of some sort, you have inheritance. Like I know, you know, Sean has a you know wealthy inheritance, trust fund kind of baby. But so when you get that. <laughs> <laughs> when you get that large so sum of fake news, fake <laughs> news, everybody. I grew up in the hood. Yeah, mother, right, Mister Tesla. Okay, but anyway, growing so, up in J Crew. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, if you if you fall into a large sum of money, a windfall, if it's an annual thing, or, or even if it's not, but you, the your point of view with that money, you you should take a third of that bonus, take a third of that inheritance, take a third of that windfall. And put it to your savings. Take another third. Put it to your your debt. And th- th- take another third and, and and treat yourself. But at least some of that should be allocated to your savings. Absolutely. You know. And, and going back again to my Wall Street days, I just remember, like, you know, and most people in corporate and in, in New York, I remember in corporate America, we'd get our bonuses around February, and people would be anxiously waiting for this bonus to basically spend it. And it's such the wrong mentality, like you said, Matt. If a third of it can go to your debt. A third of it goes to saving. And yeah, if you want to enjoy yourself with a third of it, that's fine. But the mindset was like, I, when this bonus comes in, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, it should be looking at a thing that, you know, I'm going to invest, I'm going to save. And I, and then I'll, I'll take a little bit and enjoy myself. And I, I think that's a, like I said, that's a shift of mentality and it's a shift of robbing yourself once again. That, that is one of the biggest things is it's really shifting our mentality. Some, and to do that, also, maybe you need to protect yourself from yourself. If you're having a hard time, that's a hip hop right? You're um, a hip hop legend. What is that? Protect yourself from yourself. Protect your that? neck. Protect your neck. But anyway, what I'm <laughs> trying to say is, if you're having a hard time with the savings, instead of leaving it to yourself, you know, automate it, like we t- discussed earlier. Whether it's the automated coming out of your check, or if you just set up with your own account. And uh, uh, hold on, uh, it's protect yourself before you wreck yourself. That's okay, what it is. that works too. <laughs> you protect yourself, wreck yourself, protect your neck, guard your grill. Anyway, <laughs> fool. But the point is, you know, if you create uh, an automated withdrawal or an automated deposit from, you know, moving money from your into your savings, that's another way to ensure that you do it instead of depending upon your own discipline. And the data is in. Just so you know, um, if I may chime in. Uh, there's a company called Chime, actually. <laughs> See how I did that? I like how you did that. <laughs> um, they did a study, and um, they said members who enrolled in the automatic savings program were three times more likely to uh, save three times more. They saved 130 Those who weren't, in, weren't enrolled saved an average, maybe $113 per month on average. But those who actually enrolled in an automatic savings program saved $217 on average. That's a 92% increase right there. I know we're going to go to commercial real quick, Matt. Are you giving me that look? But I just would like to quote 
the great, the one and only Mr. Arlington Forbes. Oh, who has told me so many times. And like, Is he really great, though? Let's let's ease up. Yeah, let's slow down. Quote, unquote, <laughs> Quote, Sean, a bonus is only a bonus if you use it wisely. So come again? Wait, no, no. Say that again for the people in the back. Let me try and say it like him. <clears throat> Sean, <laughs> a bonus is only a bonus if you use it wisely. Wow, that's powerful. Everyone, listen up. That, that is the, the way to end this segment here. A bonus is only a bonus if you use it wisely. We got to be smart with our money. We got to be intentional. We got to think about our savings we got to get it together, or Sean's going to put that ski mask on and rob you if you don't do it yourself. So. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. <laughs> Two black guys with good credit. We'll be right back. Two black guys with good credit. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Today we are teaching you how to rob yourself. That's right. You haven't been saving, so we had to rob you. We had to teach you how to rob yourself so you can actually build up that savings. So now... You've robbed yourself. You got the money. You're sitting in the getaway car. How do you now grow this money? So, Sean, break this down to me, man. What what, what do we do with this with this with this loot that we've robbed now? What, what what's the best way to grow this money? Well, well, well. Before we go there, man, <laughs> let I and I bring back and tell you a story about when I was a youth and how things looked. Okay, is this, are you going um, back to the susu? What what, what is this? <laughs> I'm going back to tell you about my granny. I haven't talked about granny in a long time. Okay, tell us about So granny. my granny worked at a hospital, and she was always about saving. Nobody in this planet saved better than my grandmother. She saved every paycheck. She saved every week. She saved, she saved, she saved. And she emphasized to us and a lot of us in our community that we always thought, save your money, save your money. But one, when I look back, one of the flaws I think – she she didn't do was she didn't know how to invest this okay. money you know she never owned real estate she never you know my grandmother was an excellent cook and and she did not only did she cook she made pastries dessert she actually worked in the dessert area at the hospital so everybody knew her skills and what she could do and i used to always say granny make a cookbook make you know open up something do a bakery do, do and she never did and to think about it she retired from that job she wasn't able to pass that job on to anybody and if she even started doing a dessert book, she started doing something around what she did best, that could have passed on today. And today she's still around, she's still alive, but she can't, none of that stuff she remembers or she can pass on, so it just died with her. So when we talk about savings and one thing in financial literacy that I think is not pushed is that savings must equal investing. You have to t- transition that savings into some sort of investing. And I always say the first thing you should be investing in is you. And I'm just going to chime in here because as a woman, I just wanted to, you know, just kind of, and the only woman in the room, um, we are, well, I should say this, more than half of us are not investing. And that's just um, something I'm, I'm glad we're even just having this conversation, you know, because it's so important. We're, we're really good savers, but we need to now, savers. yes, exactly. Right. We need to start making our money work for us. Great point. All right. Well, Sean, so Granny was 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 saving the money but you you think the the lesson learned was she needed to do a better job of growing the money so now grandson Sean talk about some of the ways you know how would you talk to granny or or any of us to grow our money give us some 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 game well i, I if we're going to talk if i'm talking to my grandmother i would say well the first thing you need to do is get rid of your biggest monthly expense which is the rent that you paid for all that time so i would have told her the first thing to do is to real invest in real estate Buy a place, 
had she bought a place 30, 40 years ago, she would have paid off that place, and that place could have subsidized her senior years. Okay. Because you can't do anything with rent. So I would have told her first, you know, invest in real estate. That would have been my first advice. Take that savings and one way, one thing to do is buy property, buy real estate with your savings. That will grow your money. Okay. Although, if oh, I may I add, say, I just want to add one thing, uh, just to piggy- piggyback on what you were saying. The wheels. She's not there. The wheels are. In the middle of the night, you just open up. She's right in front of your face. Oh my god. <laughs> The wheels are churning. Now, I just wanted to throw out there, um, they say when you do buy a home, and they actually did this uh, study across the 100 uh, largest cities, that when you do buy, it tends to be 44% cheaper than renting overall. And that was according to a a Trulia um, survey. So I thought that was interesting. I guess so part of our strategy then when when we are robbing ourselves is to save up enough to where you have, you know, your your down payment or, 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 you know, whatever the cost involved. That's a, a long game, though. That, that's, not, that's not saving for a few weeks. That's not saving for a season. Like, that's, that's long game saving. That takes some discipline. It does. It does. And that's what we get around to. These, these saving mechanisms that we mentioned earlier is, this, is to begin that discipline. You know, like I said, the book that I was reading by, by, by David Goggins, it's, it's all about that, really getting that mindset, getting that discipline so that when you're ready for battle, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to battle. When you're ready to invest now, you, you, you've honed your skills. You've, you've committed to saving. You've, you've found ways in which work for you. And now it's time to be just as sharp when you get into your investment. And one of the things, you know, to accelerate your savings and get, and get there quicker, you know, you can, you can look into things like mutual funds, stocks, you know, those type of things that will may give you a higher return, but still be managing in a well that you're managing that portfolio to make sure that you're not overly aggressive where you could lose a lot of the principal, but you're at a conservative point where you're making, you're gradually making increments and, and growing your, your wealth. Okay, Sean. So I get it. Real estate. That's a, a main way to do this with the savings and, and, and growing our money. But what about apps? Are there any, you got any advice in terms of the app game to, to, to raise our savings? My brother, you've been producing this show since day one. You never listened to episode 20 app in app out, bro. Acorn. Acorn. Like a squirrel getting the, 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 get a squirrel getting the nut? What, what, what are you talking about? Shame on you. <laughs> I mean, there's Acorn, there's Capital, there's Digit. Um, these are great apps for, again, if you just want to start towing it in. These are Roundup apps, but also, also work as ETFs. These are funds that actually follow the market. And they actually use these automatic algorithms so you don't even have to do the rebalancing yourself. Um, so it's all automatically done for you. You don't even need a human being. So believe me, the banks are, are scared of these apps now. So now they had to you know, basically join, join the party. But basically you spend, the app will round up. So say you buy something for $4.50, it'll automatically round up to $5. Take that 50 cents and then actually buy shares. So let me get this straight. I buy something for four dollars and seventy-five cents. So that extra quarter, Acorns is going to take from my purchase and throw it into the stock market. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, but it's it's similar to a mutual fund. Okay. So the the risk is balanced out. Um, but there are stats. People who use these type of apps, um, the, the, the app I mentioned, Digit, they said on average they're saving twenty two hundred dollars a year um, using these apps. So they're effective. Again, set it and forget it. 
Just so you know, Acorn buys fractional shares of stocks, and it's an excellent way to grow your money. And to get into those stocks that may you may find a little expensive, like the Apples and the Googles, this gives you an idea to own fractional shares of them. Excellent tool. Awesome. Let's shift and discuss how about IRAs and 401ks? That's that's another way for people to grow their money, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I always look at those. Those are just tax shelters or umbrellas. So you can invest within an, You can invest in stocks, mutual funds, um, you know, a high yield savings accounts, money market accounts, all within your IRA or 401k plan. And then, you know what? One thing I like, if you can always use that money, you can borrow from yourself on that money to buy a house. You know, and you can do what we talk about an indirect rollover where you can do a 60 day loan to yourself. As long as you roll it back in with 60 days, it's an interest free loan. So that's an excellent tool in which to invest in saving as well. And if I may add, if you actually sign up for your 401k uh, with your company, if you're with a company that will actually match, uh, for example, you contribute 50 cents to your 401k and they actually match that. That's a hundred percent return. That's big. That's growing your money. Yeah, absolutely. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. <laughs> well, the, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> the, that's a great long-term investment. Those aren't short-term tools. You know, that's the long game, and I think that's a, a really smart way to grow your money. So people really look into those 401ks, those IRAs. That's a smart way to do it. So, you know, we we've taught you a lot of ways to rob yourself. It's been a a, a really informative show. So I'm hoping you've taken notes. I'm hoping that you're you're paying attention. And uh, we'll be right back with more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Today's show has been about how to rob yourself. Tips on how to save your money. So today, we've learned a lot of stuff. I hope you've taken great notes. Uh, Dion, what are your final thoughts? Well, I'm definitely going to look into that uh, digit app. Uh, That sounded pretty cool. Uh, But just to bring us out, because I'm sure our listeners have so many more questions, uh, please never hesitate to email us your questions to tbgwgc at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review to make it easier for others to find us. Like Jay Nasty, one, two, three. He said, (laughs) awesome podcast. Give me a call. I got questions. <laughs> and my name is Dion Nichols. I'm the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And I'm out. All right. Well, thank you, Dion. Well, my bottom line on savings is basically you got to play the long game, people. This is It's about discipline. It's about a mentality shift. And whether you do it in small increments and build up, you got to start now and really get your savings plan together because your future depends upon it. That's it for me. The smartest member of the team, Matt Smith, signing out. Go ahead, Sean. And my takeaway is savings to equal investing, people. It's very important. The earlier you start to save, the better off you will be. So find the time to get your savings games on. We gave you a lot of different strategies. Find out what works for you. And do it and let it lead to a great investment. I'm Sean, the better half of two black guys with good credit. It's your money, people, and it belongs in your damn pocket. I'm out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.